The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's a Garcia Diaries. Welcome to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany Garcia. You might know me as the Garcia Diaries on Instagram. What's up, guys? I'm your co-host, Anthony Garcia. Every week, we deep dive real life, marriage, parenthood, sex, pop culture, and anything else in between. Let's get started. Oh, man. <laughs> Y'all don't understand how happy we are to be recording a podcast. We're finally back. We're finally back. What a week. It's been it's been more than what a week. It's been what the hell's going on these past few weeks. It's been just a little bit too much, to be honest. But we're back. All right. So we missed a week to record. Let the people know. I mean, I would think that most of the podcast listeners know, but know about what's been going on why we didn't drop a new episode last week yeah so we went to mexico we went it's been almost two weeks now since we (laughs) left actually we were very excited for our mexico trip with friends and i don't know what happened there quite to be honest but (laughs) what what did you just say i don't quite know I'm still getting some brain cells back that i lost in the past few weeks but i got like deathly ill and I've just been trying to recover since then. Anthony got super sick too. You were actually the reason we couldn't record last week because you were so sick. And then like the moment you got better, I was just on my deathbed. I actually ended up in the ER a few nights ago. It's been crazy. Yeah, I mean, in, in its simplest form, myself, I had diarrhea and Bethany had liquid coming out of both ends <laughs> okay. for days in days and now when we left for rocky point i weighed 180 pounds and i know that because i went to the doctor that morning before we left today i weigh i think i weigh 170 two days ago i weighed 168 so like i i find i gained back two pounds just from eating but i literally was not eating so lost 12 pounds in a week like it's just insane i couldn't eat i was so nauseous i was throwing up while going diarrhea simultaneously it was really gross anthony witnessed it it's not fun i don't know what else it was just like debt like my neck hurt my jaw hurt my head hurt my body hurt and i woke up this morning i mean we and- know why the jaw hurt but <laughs> everything else was unexplained i don't think anyone knows why the jaw hurt actually based on my reputation in mexico <laughs> cheap tequila so we're going to go kind of backwards, you know, give you this past week. We were really sick. Appreciate. You know what? You know what's so awesome about the community that you've built is people were literally reaching out to me like, yo, we noticed Bethany hasn't posted in X amount of minutes and seconds. <laughs> like, is everything good? Stop. No, um, it was like when I wasn't posting for a few days. Yeah. Then people, noticed, people like messaging me. No, I'm just kidding about that, about the seconds. But I'm. Um, it's pretty dope to see. Not to see, people but care. just the people that care, you know, and like, it's not just people being nosy. These are people that we've, it's weird to say this, but we've built like a, a, some sort of relationship through DMs, right? Yeah. Thank you guys. I'm good. You're, you had a good day today. today yeah, like finally. I woke up today and I was like, wait, I'm not in debilitating pain. I don't have to go diarrhea. I'm not nauseous. Let me go out there and try to eat a little waffle and see what happens. I ate the waffle. I was good. I had lunch a few hours later. I was good. Had dinner tonight. I had chicken. It was good. So yeah, it's been so far so good today, which makes me think it's not like food poisoning or traveler's diarrhea or anything. I I really think we had like a virus that we got out there. Like it had to have been. I mean, we took COVID tests negative. We had 
what are those people that come give you uh, IVs? IV? They're nurses, yeah. No, is there like a title for them? No, mobile IV, whatever. They came and gave us shit so we're not dehydrated. I actually had yeah. to ha- have her come back back to back days. Yeah. Like that's how dehydrated I was. But yeah, so Mexico. Let's talk about Mexico. Probably the worst trip I've ever been on. Yeah, probably. Honestly, you guys, that the trip was not worth the aftermath. Like if it had been the best trip of our lives, like maybe it would have been worth it to be so sick for 12 days. But it was not worth it. All right. I'll, Literally the worst trip. I'll start so let's it off. just let's just talk about it and let's just be real honest. Okay. Dan. Let's start out. Listen, I love my I love my boy. Love his lady. I mean, they're really good friends. It's but, Anthony's best friend since sixth grade that we went on the trip with. But you know, they they essentially like booked the room. They they were in control. It's his birthday. We were just kind of. And when like, we were planning the trip, I was like, "You guys, I think we should really stay at Las Palomas. Well, like all my friends stay well, there. Not, not even just this trip. Bethany is the type of person that. Okay, what's the itinerary? What are we doing? Resort. Did you make reservations? Exactly. What resort are we staying? But you do yeah. your research before yeah. we go anywhere. And they were like, look, we've stayed here before. It's cool. All right, cool. You know what? Fuck it. We'll go along with it. Well, I did try to convince them multiple times to book a resort instead because just for the fact that like there's restaurants on property, there's really nice pools and bars, like that kind of stuff with an Airbnb, you're not getting any of that. And so that was like my main reason. But the other reason too is like it can get a little shady. Like when you're in a different country and you don't know what neighborhoods you're in or where you're at, like it's nice to stay at a resort because it feels safer. Let's keep it a buck. Mexico. Mexico is kind of sketchy in places. I mean, does Hollywood portray it and media portray it a little too much? Yes. But it is is sketch. You got to think you're going to a place where people, they're like they don't, Live how we do. So, I, so like, I don't have that mindset, though. Like, when, when I'm thinking about it, it actually upsets me when everybody go to Mexico and people are like, how do you not feel, like, unsafe there? Like, how do you feel safe? And, oh, is the border so, are they so memeable? And I'm just like, you guys, it's not what it's portrayed to be in the media. Like, it's actually, we've never had an incident ever well, not that, where I felt unsafe. Not that it does, unsafe is not what I'm trying to get at. It's, I have family there. Yeah. And so you literally live up. in shacks and, no, but we've also had multiple situations with your family that lives down there that have been like, they've like told you of situations oh, that sure. are really scary. Yes. I mean, I get firsthand knowledge, but like they don't live how we live here. They don't get paid how we get paid here. They would literally kill to live how we live. You know what I mean? Like just having what we have, the different things. Your that family specifically. You're family, talking about. But yeah. I'm just speaking of my family, yeah. but my family is there's many people like that and but, a lot of people in your family have like tried so many times to cross the border and like get sent back to it's so sad but, but they just don't live the way we do here and that's why you know so many I mean, not not just mexico but people from central america south america tried to come to america because we are very fortunate here and it is what it is you can say what you want a lot of people would die to get here but anyways so that's the first thing we get there and the place is cool it's cool it was fine it was like... But the elevator didn't work. The, okay, yeah. And we were like multiple stories up. Like that was not the vibe. And it's so... It's not... It's like the temperature difference from here is that it's probably like 10 to 15 degrees cooler. But it's... Humid. A hundred times more humid. So it feels way hotter. And so when you're drunk and it's that hot, it's not the vibe to walk up six freaking flights of stairs. Right. And 
We get there, we unload. Of course, Bethany brings a hundred. Also, what if pounds. one of us had been handicapped? Like for real. Like I was thinking about that the whole time. Like we would have literally had to go on and find somewhere else to stay. That's yeah. fucked up. Anyways. But so that's it. The place is it's cool. It's it's nothing fancy. It's not horrible. It's just it's cool. Go out to dinner. And that's when your stomach issues start. Literally the first night. I had one bite of chicken and I was running straight to the bathroom. Like dying. Now, anytime we go to Mexico, we always bring multiple cases of water. Reason being is the tap water there is just not the same as the tap water here in America. In any country. Exactly. Any country you go to. Like when I went with my family multiple times to India, we also were told not to drink the water. When we've gone to freaking Haiti or Puerto Rico, we've been told not to drink the water. It's just because that in America, our water systems are different. Babe, Puerto Rico is America. I know that. But why did they say not to drink it there? I don't remember them saying that. Well, people say that they even get sick, like crossing state lines and drinking other water when you have like really sensitive stomachs. But like even our system in Mesa is different than the system in freaking other cities in oh, Arizona. Yeah, Tempe water is trash. But anyways... That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say like, oh, their water's dirty or like anything. I literally just think we have so many chemicals added to our water our wa- that our, I mean, we're all, not used to it. All honesty, our water is probably worse because of all the chemicals, but whatever. Your Nana always says that the water in Mexico oh, tastes she, so much better. She loves it. Yeah. But she was born and raised in Mexico and has never stopped drinking. Anyways, yeah. bring water. I don't even like brushing our teeth. I don't use the tap water. When I take a shower, I don't open my mouth. That type of deal. So your stomach starts hurting Thursday night. We just got there Literally Thursday the first afternoon. Day. Yeah. Thursday night we go out. And if you've ever been to Rocky Point, they have this the strip is called El Malecon. It's clubs, you go bar hopping, restaurants. Tons of restaurants. We went down there Thursday night. That shit was dead. Every club was closed. We found some like hole in the wall bar. <laughs> we, we we stopped on the side of the road, had some street tacos. Like it was like not the night we thought we were gonna have, but whatever is no, no biggie. We went, we went swimming. It was no, no, nothing. It was chill. It was like okay, this was not what we had planned, but it was chill, whatever. Friday. Well, we, I hadn't planned anything because I didn't have anything to do with the itinerary. I knew. Saying. I just knew we were going clubbing. We didn't. We didn't have kids. And every time we've been to Rocky Point, you see, you hear the Malaco. We we sat at a resort one time directly across from that the water, the Malaco, and you you could hear the music, and it was dead. There was. Nothing going on. I, they don't. They're not open Thursday. I thought it was gonna be like Vegas. You know, every night it's popping. No. <laughs> Friday, it was cool. We did a little boat ride. Your stomach was still upset. I was that so day. nauseous we, that day. Yeah. We weren't even sure if we were gonna go on the boat ride because yeah. of your stomach issues. And I was like, babe, if you wanna, I had diarrhea multiple times on that boat. If you want to stay, but we ended up going. They had it was like super. It was super cheap, and it was like all you could drink margaritas, tequila, and <laughs> the margaritas were literally disgusting. It looked like it looked and sound no tasted. I'm like, what's the word? It looked and tasted like Gatorade. Well, I don't see. That's why I don't know why you thought they were disgusting. That shit was delicious. I want to drink a margarita when I want to drink a margarita. <laughs> I don't want to drink Gatorade. So we're on the boat, and for me, I was just like, fuck it. Now. For some reason, like when we were going to Rocky Point, I was like, all right, we're going to turn up. But then when we get there, it hit me. I was like, there's no Uber out here. And I don't, I don't really, you know, a lot of taxis don't have AC. I'm not really fucking with the taxis. And plus there was five of us. All the taxis there are like little Nissan Altimas and Honda Civics. We're not going to fit. So in my head, as soon as we got there, I was like, all right, Anthony, you're going to have to DD. DD. But like, I didn't say it to anybody because I didn't want them to be like, oh, come on. But at the same time, I was like, 
my ultimate goal in this is to get back home. I got five kids. We've got a business to run. We got shit going on back home. So I just kind of like took it easy. Thursday night we went to the bar, but I didn't really drink. I was driving. My, my plan was to get everyone home safely. Friday on the boat, I was like, listen, fuck it. One of y'all is going to have to drive. I got yeah. pretty lit off that shit. Did we do anything else that day? Oh, we did the ATVs, which is cool. Isn't that the night that... No, no, I'm saying, I'm just, that's what oh, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, the yeah. day. Yeah, the yeah, day. yeah. We did yeah. ATV, rented ATVs. Yeah. Then we went on a fucking party boat. This is where shit gets... Bad. Shit gets bad. We get back. We get all dressed up to go out. Once again, the clubs are open, but... We didn't realize that the next week, I mean, we knew, but the next weekend was Labor Day weekend. So no one came to Rocky Point the weekend we went. It was. But it wasn't even the people. Like, honestly, it wasn't like, oh, the people here are making it bad vibes. It just wasn't fun. No, no. I'm choking on my tongue right now. Like, what's going on? What I mean by popping is like, I don't want to be the only guy, only person dancing on the dance floor. I mean, there were some places we went where people were dancing, yes. but it just wasn't good music. It was so hot. Oh, it was so hot. Like, like everything was outdoors. Like, it was, you can't even dance when it's that hot. Right. Like, so yeah, it was just wasn't fun, like what we expect, expected it to be, I guess. But here, here's how the night, the trip just went to shit. So, Melicone, it's one way in, one way out street. Pack traffic parking is very difficult to come by, and so there's like side streets that you can turn down. Usually, I park on a side street. Everything is cool. I hand I a guy's like this. Now this is all in Spanish. We're having these conversations, but he's like, "Are you are you guys looking for parking?" And I was like, "Yeah, we are." He's like, "How long?" I was like, "A couple hours." Like I don't know. It just kind of depends on how the night goes. He's like, "All right, cool." So he pull, tells me to pull up on the side street. Him and his little crew, I guess this is like their street. They're they're hanging out there. And I, I get 20 bucks. I tell the guy, I say, hey, bro, here's 20 bucks. Like, watch my car. If everything's cool when we come back, like, I'll, I'll slide you in under 20. Like, yeah. Like, All right, cool. You know, we dab it up. We go clubbing. You guys were lit. You four were lit. As we just started. To I was just bar drunk, bar. but I was also just sitting there drunk. I wasn't like having fun. No, it was, it was like a hot, <laughs> it sweaty, was too miserable hot. Drunk. Yeah. Hot, sweaty, miserable drunk for um, sure. So well, we got there with 10, 10 30. Yeah. We left the club. One, Yeah. Two. No, it was one. Okay. Like one. on the dot. So two and a half, almost three hours go by and we decide, all right, it's time to Time Let's to- go drink at the freaking Airbnb. Airbnb. Like this is at least there's air conditioning there. Oh, also before we get into the rest of the story, the Airbnb it said beach access. Yeah, that shit was all rocks. But I to- I knew that because when they sent the Airbnb listing, I said that beach is all rock. You can't go swimming there. And they said, but it's so it's so beautiful to look at from the balcony. And I'm like, yeah, but if we want to go to the beach, we need to go to the resort side because that's where the sandy beaches yeah, are. Yeah, I missed that couple. No, I, I told them Listen, that. me, if, if I'm going to the be- ocean, I'm going, I'm getting in the water. Simple as that. Anyway, back to Mexico. So we leave. Everyone's kind of, everyone's lit. I had a couple drinks, but like I said, I'm the DD on this trip. We walk to the, the spot where my car is parked. I see the guy. We do a little head nod. Mm-hmm. I look at the car. Cool. I hand him another 20. Bam. We dap it up. We get in. I kid you not. We drive three feet. Three feet. Like, I didn't even have time to break a traffic law. I don't even think. Okay, so, like, you know when you're parallel parked and you pull you pull out of the area you're parked in and into the street? That's how far he went. Like, it wasn't. 
<laughs> you were still by our parking yeah. spot just in the street now. And then whoop, whoop, you hear the cop sirens, the blue and red lights. And I turn around and the cop car is literally like, you know, when you look back and you're looking to see if there's a cop behind you, whatever, because you hear sirens and it's like kind of far back and the lights are, dude, no, the, I could barely look back because the lights were blinding through the window. That's how close they were to our car. So they were just there waiting. <laughs> Let's take a quick break to talk about Readyland because this is our new obsession in the Garcia household. Readyland's a new company that created the first real books kids can actually talk to. They're picture books and they are beautifully illustrated with cute characters. We have all three of their books. There's Rosie and Picky, as well as Readyland remixes of the classic fairy tales Three Little Pigs and Jack and the Beanstalk. Bronx's absolute favorite is the Three Little Pigs. You guys, it is the cutest thing. We have Alexa's in all the kids' rooms, so Bronx goes in there and she says, Alexa, open Readyland. And then she gets to talk with the characters. She responds to questions. She chooses songs. They play games and so much more. Now, Bronx is absolutely obsessed with this. So is Ellis. And Deuce, who is six years old, is equally obsessed. So, it hits all the age ranges. They have absolutely so much fun with it. They already love when I read books to them in general, but this brings a whole new fun side to reading for them. And it is absolutely so much fun because it's so interactive. They're laughing, they're singing, they're having so much fun. And what's more, different choices create a new experience every single time. So this has Bronx always wanting to come back to discover a new surprise. You basically get to choose your own adventure. It is so cool. It's the perfect screen-free way to get kids excited about reading, to keep them reading. It is such a blast. This is perfect for ages four and up, and it's available on Amazon for $14.99 each. But I will say Ellis absolutely loves it too and thinks it's so much fun. You can search Amazon for Readyland Books and you can go to readyland.com, R-E-A-D-Y-L-A-N-D.com to see how it works. Let's jump back into the convo. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all, but then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack. So they're there. Like I said, I, I didn't have an opportunity to break a traffic law. Bam. But they pull us over or I pull off to the curb and roll the window down. I'm like, what's up? And they're, they come up. All the there's so it was me, my boy Dom, his brother, Michaela, which is Dominic's girlfriend, and then you. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what's you know, what's what's going on? What's up? They're like, the men need to get out the car. And I was like, the men need to get out the car. Like, what's up? What's already? Good? That's so weird. I'm like, what you what's going on? And he's like, get out the car right now, get out the car. And I was like, All right. So we get out the car and I I look and there's nine Mexican police officers. Nine. Five of them have their machine guns drawn. I'm looking around. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? Like, it literally looked like a scene out of Narcos. Like, the yeah. way they had the, all the police officers. And they were in, like, a truck. And I'm like, It was literally like when you, walk, when you drive past, like, some police activity and you're like, that looks like a drug bus. Like, that, that's how many police cars or police men there were. 
And it was terrifying. Now, and then me and Michaela were sta- we stayed in the car. Like they told us not to get out, which was also so weird. Now remember, the, everyone's drinking, so I hear like Bethany like start crying, <laughs> and I like look in the window. I'm like, it's cool. Like I don't know, like what the fuck's going on. And they like throw us on the on the car. They're taking everything out of, patting us down. Like and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here now? Someone had a, a a weed pen on them. I'm not gonna name names. It wasn't me. And so they're looking, do do do. I'm like, yo, like, what's going on? They're not saying anything. Like, uh, like. And okay. Pasando, and like, also, while you guys are out there, and I can hear y'all talking in Spanish, and I can see them like pushing you guys up against the cars, but that's really all I can see, and I don't know what you guys are saying. More police officers come, and they're shining flashlights in the car. They literally search every single inch of the car at least six times like over and over and over again like and i'm like what are you guys looking for like i don't understand they're asking us all these questions in spanish and i'm like i don't speak spanish he's asking i can understand him saying like what's your name and stuff so i'm answering the stuff that i do know but most of what he's saying i cannot understand i'm like my husband speaks spanish go get him and i can answer your questions Okay, the other thing too is like if I had drugs or something, I could have probably just sat on them because they didn't, the only place they didn't search was under my ass. Like I did not get up from my seat, but they searched every other inch of that car. So, so I'm, wild. I'm trying to look at the car and make sure like they're cool. But at the same time, like, yo, what's going on? At this point, they just have us like pinned up against the truck. Like, and then they find the weed pen and then just hear mota, mota, which is weed. I'm just like, fuck. And they take the one person and they put him in handcuffs. Yeah. I turn around, I'm like, yo, like, you know, what's what's going on? Like, what's good? And they're like, he's going to jail. And I was like, jail? Like, come on, bro. I was like, all right, how you know, how long is jail? They're like, 36 hours. I'm like, 36 hours? Like, we're going to be home. Like, that's that's not going to work. Also, at this point, I, from my perspective, <laughs> I mean, mind you, I'm so drunk. One of the police officers come up to the window and Michaela's like, why is he in handcuffs? And I didn't know anyone was in handcuffs. And I was like, what? Who's in handcuffs? I thought it was Anthony. And I was like crying. And they're like, he has a weed pen. And like, I'm like, now you guys speak English. Like talking, telling them, telling her that. And she is like, that's not weed. It's nicotine. It's nicotine. And I'm like, Michaela, they're not stupid. Like they know it's fucking weed pen. (laughs) So but then I was like, Anthony didn't, did not. I was like, I knew for a fact you didn't have a weed pen for sure. So I was like, okay, it couldn't be Anthony, but like, I can't see back there. Like the, they're blocking everything. So I like, I was freaking out. And so I'm like, all right, like 36 hours, that's not going to work. Like, and he's like, and there's a fine. I'm like, okay, what's the fine? Like, let me know what the fine is. Like I'll pay. Like, I don't want, come on now. Like, it don't have to be this serious. Like, I I just got offered cocaine, heroin, meth 30 times walking the strip. Like, yeah. I know this is not that big of a deal. Oh, also the fact that weed pens have one gram of weed in them, right? You could have five And grams. you can have up to five grams in but, Mexico. And, but this is this is why I didn't, like, bring anything. Because I'm like, list, like, that's what the online says. But, like, for me, I'm not, it's, it's not even worth the potential problems. Like, yeah. I'm not bringing shit, whatever. So I'm like, okay, what's the fine? Like, what's the fine? We'll pay. Like, it's no, it's no problem. We'll pay the fine. He's like, I don't know. Like, they'll tell you when you get to the jail. I was like, come on now. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, I'm like, I'm not trying to bribe a cop or anything, but I'm like, dude, like, what do you, what do you want? Like, what, what do you want? You know? And he's like, and you know what? I could, he's like, is this your car? I was like, yeah, it's my car. He's like, 
I could take you to jail too. I was like, me to jail for what? He's like, because you're responsible for anything that comes in your car. That's insane. And I was like, ooh, you right. But I was like, nah. like You right. No, in my head, I was like, I mean, true. I mean, that, that is there is some truth to that. But I was like, when he said that, I was like, nah, fuck that. Because but holding you responsible for your friend having a weed pen is insane. But So for me, like, I was just like. He I, was like, we're going to. Didn't he say he's going to impound yeah, the car he was like, and take you take to jail? Yeah, he was like, we take the car. And I was like. Nah, like I got my wife's in the car. Like that's not that's gonna happen. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, what do you want? Now this whole conversation is in Spanish. I'm like, what do you want? I'm like, you got nine. Now there's like thirteen cops out here. Like, there's some something's going on here. Like, what do you want, bro? And he's like, nothing. Like, what? I'm like, what do you want? I was like, you seen I have money in my wallet. You like, yeah. They went through every single inch of their wallet. I'm like, 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 what do you want? And he's like, no, not not nothing. I'm like, bro, what what do you want? He said five hundred. I was like. All right, five hundred. Fuck it. <laughs> like, listen, because once he he's said, like, once he said, I could take you to jail. I was, I was like, nah, like that, that's <laughs> not gonna happen. Not, no, no, no. And then one of the guys was like, no, like don't, don't say yeah to that. Like, like you bark. And I was like, one Bro. of your friends. Yeah, that. well, that was with us. I was like, fuck that. I was like, I'll bargain for a a, a swing or a you know a, a NFL team poncho. But I was like, I'm not bargaining with my freedom. Like that's. No, 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 no. And so I, I had like 400 on me. I had 100 stash. Like I, I had $500, right? And I was just like, yo, like take the money. Like that's, I don't want, like that's like fuck this shit. Like, no, this is not going to happen. Like I literally, in my head, like I'm thinking, like I, my head went to a different place. I kind of like left my body. I was like, in my head, I was just thinking like, bro, my whole life, I've, worked and done things to not be in this situation i have older brothers in prison i have seen my parent like my dad go to prison my biological dad go to prison so i'm like just looking at myself i'm like what the fuck is going on here like this is insane i got five kids back home we run a successful ass business we have a successful ass podcast like what the fuck is going on like this is not anywhere that i ever thought i was going to be yeah now this was before they found anything, I'm just like getting patted down. Bro, bro's got his finger through my ass crack. Like, what the fuck is going on here? But like, I just had that like out of body experience. And I was like, yo, like this is everything that I work towards not being. So yeah. in that situation, I was just like, fuck. Like, and then when he threatened me, with, I was like, bro, I don't even, I don't want to go to jail in America. <laughs> you know, you think I want to go to jail in Mexico? Like, fuck that. And then when the person that was with us was like, no, like you got a bet. And I was like, bro, 500, that's, like, they need me to go to the ATM. Like, I'll get more. Like, I am not going to jail. Fuck that. So I pay the 500 and somehow it was like, when I was like, bro, we're just like, when I was talking to the cop, I was like, we're here. Like, it's my boy's birthday. The fucker had the nerve to be like, when everything was done, like, happy birthday, my friend. And I, and I just looked at him and I was like, bro, don't say nothing. Like, don't. I just gave him that look. Like, just get in the car and go. And we now, get in the car and our friend's brother's like, Why'd you give him $500? Like, you should have freaking bartered with him. And I'm like, are you... You kept I, I saying bargain. This, Barters are the word. Whatever. We're not the most articulate, though. But, so. like, <laughs> he's like, oh, what'd you do? And I was like, bro, like I said, listen, you guys may, in, like, you may enjoy jail, handcuffs, <laughs> all that shit, but me? <laughs> no, no. Like, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a gangster. I wanted to go to prison. As an adult, like, the life that I live now, that is not going to happen. But... I think we were set up. I, I honestly think that it was such a slow night down there that the guy that I parked with 
tipped somebody off that was like, hey, they probably have money. And that's why we were pulled over. Because like I said, we did nothing. I wasn't drinking. I purposely wasn't drinking because like yeah. I said, I have the intention of getting everyone back to the Airbnb safely and getting back to America safely at the end of the trip. So I think I think that's what happened. So and then we get in the car and then everyone's just like, oh like no, that was crazy. And I'm just like, they're like, let's go to another bar. And I was like, nah. Uh, not fuck me. That. I was like, nope, I am done. Like this that's a wrap. Like, I literally, I'm ready. We literally got in the car and I booked Lost Palomas for the for the last night. We, me and Anthony, literally left the Airbnb, and I was like, "We're going to the resort side. We're staying over there because this is crazy. Like, it's just so it was terrifying. You know, I had brought a, a certain amount of dollars, and I was like, "Yo, we're not going out clubbing anymore. Like, that's that's a wrap on that." So I went and fucking just blessed somebody in my family. Yeah, with it. the next and day, then they were like, "Why? Why?" Everyone was like, "Why would you pay that much money?" and you should have called us. And I was like, it was like two in the morning at this point. We're like, I'm not going to like, no, at the same time, I was like, I'm not built for that. I'm not going to jail. None of that. But it was, oh, this is crazy. But I, th- I was just thinking like, what would have happened if we didn't have money? Yeah. Or I don't know. It was just, it was just a crazy situation. And it literally fucked the trip up. Like just put a. Yeah, you and I left the next morning. Yeah, we left. We went to the the resort side. Yeah, where there was you know private security and all this bougie shit. And I mean the the last day was I'd say was good. We, yeah, we just hung out by the pool, and then where did we go after that? We went to a we went to we did go to a club a that club night. Club on that side yeah on that town. side, and we just we didn't stay out very late. That's the night where if you saw the video of me eating tacos in the in that restaurant. When I was super drunk. Anyway, that was a great night. It was, yeah. Um, but like I said, and we, that- we ended up convincing our friends to come over to the resort too and hang out with us there and go swimming. And we went to the beach. So yeah, the the last day ended up kind of redeeming a little bit, but still the worst. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to Mexico <laughs> for like five years. Let's be honest. It was too much. It was too much. Too much drama. When you think of a high quality meal, what kind of ingredients come to mind? Price, do you think of dining out or cooking at home? For me, nothing screams high quality like a good steak dinner, but I feel like it's so hard to find really good quality meat. That's where ButcherBox comes to play. ButcherBox takes the guesswork out of finding high quality meat and seafood you can trust. 100% get grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood humanely raised, no antibiotics or added hormones. It's the ultimate convenience. You can get what you want delivered right to your doorstep. There's free shipping for the continental U.S. and no surprise fees. You can choose from a variety of box plans, options from curated to customized, and change your plan whenever you want. You can enjoy a range of high-quality cuts that are hard to come by at the grocery store at an amazing value. Exclusive member deals so you can save big on your favorite cuts. There's recipe inspiration, guides, tips, hacks, and some are even personalized so you can cook up mouth-watering meals. Our most recent meal we made with Butcher Box, Anthony made steak for him and the kids. And then I got the organic free range chicken, which was absolutely incredible. Anthony loves barbecuing. He loves cooking on the stove. No matter where he cooks it, it is literally the best meat you will ever taste in your freaking life. We've benefited from getting these 
high quality meats delivered straight to our door because it's so convenient and the value is unmatched. It's absolutely amazing. Take chicken breasts off your grocery list. ButcherBox is offering our listeners an incredible deal that they've never offered before. Free chicken for a year. Get two pounds of free range organic chicken breasts for free in every order when you sign up at butcherbox.com slash Garcia. You can claim this deal at butcherbox.com slash Garcia. This is an incredible deal, you guys. I'm so excited. All right, guys, I want to take a quick break because I want to talk about Chime, which is an amazing app. And you know what goes great with a summer vibe? How about a checking account with no monthly fees? Like a cool breeze, Chime is a refreshing way to handle your money with no monthly fees, no maintenance fees or minimum balance fees. It's how banking should be. And when you need to access your money, you can do so fee-free at more than 60,000 in-network ATMs at many locations like most Walgreens, 7-Eleven, and CVS. You can also send money to anyone, even if they're not on Chime. So it's fee-free for you and no cash-out fees for them, which is absolutely amazing. We utilize this so often in sending money to friends, family, for birthdays, for whatever reason. Chime, no monthly fees, no vibe killing fees. Sign up for a Chime checking account. It only takes two minutes and it does not affect your credit score. You can get started at chime.com slash Garcia. That's chime.com slash Garcia. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees apply except at MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Other fees such as third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Being terrified like that is not a fun pastime for me. Like I, I live terrified anyways with anxiety. So actually being in a terrifying situation pushed me over the edge for sure. That's probably why I got sick. <sighs> My body's just still recovering yeah, from that. Yeah, that was, that was rough. Like, I don't know. Like, but for me, it, it wasn't good, but like I, I had a different perspective. I was like, damn, like we over here bitching about little things. And yeah. I was just like, if something would have gone wrong in that moment or if they really had it out and were really like looking for blood, like they could have whatever. And there's no, it's different in Mexico than it is in America. They don't have the the process and things like that. And I was just, it just, for me, I was just like, I just took like, yo, look, like don't sweat the little things. And even you and I, like we were, it was little, little things that we go through. I was just like, they, like that shit doesn't matter. Like really focus on things that matter the your for us it's our family our kids and like don't sweat little shit because it, I, for me i was thinking like in a, in a in a moment we went from having fun laughing getting the car and then the whole mood changes someone's in handcuffs and yeah yeah that shit that shit was not not, not fun the vibe at all. not fun at all so but you know what's funny is I did a Q&A after we got back from Mexico and someone was saying, I just listened to the first season of your podcast and I'm just so confused because I see you and Anthony drinking and you're talking about consuming cannabis and in, in your podcast, you say that you guys don't believe in that or you don't do it. And I honestly don't even know what we said in the first season. And I'm not going back to listen but I think it'd be interesting to just share like how our perspective has changed a little bit in the last few years because our first season was in 2019 
And obviously it's been three years since then. And we've changed a lot. We, I feel like are completely different people than we were three years ago, which is so crazy. Like how you can really just change who you are that quickly, but it's not that quick. If you really think about it, do you want to share your perspective on that? I think you could go first because it's different. And yeah. I think mine is a little bit longer and I can, I think I can pinpoint like when that change happened. I think with you, maybe a little bit different. Yeah. But why don't we start like, okay, in that time, what what our mindset was and just why we thought well, what we did. Like I said, I don't remember exactly what we said, but what I, what I'm pretty sure from my perspective, what it was, was number one, we were still heavily involved in religion. I think by then we had like left church. Obviously we had we kind of moved away from that, but we, I still had a very like strong belief system. I was in the process of deconstructing my beliefs. And for me, it was really hard to even think about consuming alcohol because number one, I thought it was a sin. Number two, which is so crazy because like my parents consumed alcohol my entire life, which was the other side of it was I was so scared of becoming an alcoholic because I think my parents were both high functioning alcoholics and they like every single night they had to have like a bottle of wine and we they'd get like drunk pretty much every single night after dinner and then fight and I just thought it was so toxic and then I think it was your family's religion that kind of brought me over to the other side thinking that oh drinking's a sin so see for me it's a little bit different because I remember the first time I ever tasted it was Bud Light I think I was like three or four and I remember my parent handing me the can me drinking it, being so disgusted. Yeah. And so I remember the first time, but, you well, know. Still to this day, I can't drink beer and I can't stomach the smell of it, smell of it even because it reminds me of my parents. Right. So, but for me, it was a good portion of my life. I'd see my parents get drunk, start beating the shit out of each other. My feels would get drunk and then someone would end up in my Nana's kitchen table. So it was a lot of like drinking led to violence. Yeah. And then when they started going to church, it was like, Oh, drinking's a sin. It's of the devil. And so I got both perspectives on it. For me, I mean, you saw your parents drink from eight, nine, ten years old on. I didn't see my my mom take a sip of alcohol. Yeah. And then for me, like for cannabis and weed, it was like, that's also, a, it's drugs. Like you're doing drugs and that's also a sin, obviously. And that's just kind of what I held in my head. Even though I was in the process of deconstructing and trying to figure out what I believed on my own without all of these rules from outside people, I was still in a headspace where I felt like it was wrong. And I also like, I think I used the excuse of like, I don't want to become an alcoholic. What if it runs in my blood? But like, also I know myself very well. I know my limits and I don't think that would ever happen. And I think I knew that then. I just felt it was wrong and I felt like that was a better excuse. So weed for me, I mean, high school, I smoked a lot of weed. Coming out of high school, I smoked a lot of weed. I honestly stopped smoking weed because I got a job with Cox and I had to drive a company vehicle and you were subject to a drug test randomly. No, you started, you stopped smoking weed way before that. Oh, when Brooklyn, when you were pregnant at Brooklyn. Yeah, because you, and you were working at UPS then. Yeah. But you, yeah, you never consumed weed ever. But. Was when we were together. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Before we got together, yeah, like high school. I mean, yeah, I got married to you when I was still in high school. So, <laughs> but you said because when you started Cox, but you actually stopped. Smoking I had way stopped, that. but yeah. like the, I mean, I really never picked back up because I drove a company vehicle. You were subject to a drug test at any moment, so I was just like, yo, it's not not worth it. Like to put my family and my our finances at, at risk. So that's why I stopped smoking weed. And then once that shit became legal, I was like, all right, I don't, I ain't got no fucking job. Like, <laughs> are you gonna drug test me? Honestly, for me, the alcohol thing. I'm with you as far as like beer. Like I fucking hate the taste of it. Like I so wish that I could just drink a beer and eat some chicken wings like <laughs> men do. But I, I just can't. <laughs> Honestly, for me, it was my mom. Like even all, you know, we got, we, we've talked so much about shit that we were, that I was put through and things I had to go through. But even as an adult, like I still didn't want to let my mom down. Yeah. And I knew she hated alcohol. And so I, I literally didn't drink alcohol because I did not want to let her down. Now, mind you, I was grown, married, had my own kids. And like, it's crazy. Like still that I just didn't want to let her down. I was eating ass and all this other crazy shit. Anthony, you were not eating (laughs) ass back then. But also, you know what's so crazy is that's kind of my perspective too. Is like, I did not want to disappoint your mom or your dad, but mostly your mom because it was so hard to get her approval. And I don't even know if I've ever actually had her full approval I just I've always wanted her to like me and to approve of me and never to be disappointed in me. And I knew that if she thought I drank even a drop of alcohol that she would be disappointed and think I wasn't a good mom. But but actually a situation happened. They decided they were going to jump back into religion and church and well not they'd always been religious, no, but, but they like, were going to go back to a church that yeah, we didn't agree with. And we kind of had this conversation and it was kind of like okay, cool like I I remember saying like, you know what? At the end of the day, like, I just want you guys to be happy. And if this is what it takes for you guys to be happy, like, I'll respect it. Even though me personally, I don't like it and, and I feel this way about it. If it makes you happy and it makes your life better, like, I'm all for that. And that's what made me realize, like, I got to start living my life like that. Yeah. Not um, caring what other people exactly. think. Exactly. Like, I'm a, I'm a grown-ass man. Like, what, like, what does it matter what my mom thinks? You know what I mean? So once I got out of that mindset and I, you know, started drinking a little mixed drink here and there. I mean, even me, I personally don't like to drink. Like, And this was in, by the way, early 2021 that we had this like kind of self-discovery and like realizing we're not going to just live our lives for other people or literally was like January 1st, by the way, 2021. <laughs> but also it took me so long to even be able to like post a drink on Instagram and like be pr- like not proud of my decision because I'm not like, I'm not out here like proud that I drank a margarita. But like, I was so scared still, even though I was like, I'm going to drink this. I don't care what anyone says. But I was still scared to like own it because I didn't want people to be disappointed in me. But yeah, we're, I'm far, far, far past that now. And that, that was now. the moment. And <laughs> I mean, present day, Bethany, we don't drink. No, we're not Like regularly. we're social drinkers. But when you drink, you go hard. I respect that because I benefit off that. Like, but for me, like I... <laughs> I would much rather just pop an edible and just chill. Yeah. You know so I mean? for me, I drink if I'm like out at dinner with friends, I'll have one cocktail. If we're at the house, like I'll go a little crazy. If we're going out doing something fun and Anthony's there and I know I'm going to be safe, then I'll go a little crazy. But like if it's if it's just me out with friends, like I'll have one drink. And that only happens, I would say, once every few weeks. So I'm not like, I think a lot of people think I'm just out here like going crazy. Like or the person that asked that question kind of worded it that way. As far as cannabis goes, I started using cannabis in 2021 for anxiety and depression. 
And what really started it for me was I, my entire life has have struggled with sleeping and I literally takes me three to four hours every single night to fall asleep. I would get in bed at eight and I would not be asleep until after 1am or I would be in bed at 11pm and would not be asleep till 3am. And it's, a horrible, horrible cycle to be in, especially when you have kids that you need to take care of. So I've just been tired for 10 years, literally. But even before that, I've always struggled with this. And then the other thing I really struggle badly with is nightmares and just horrible, debilitating anxiety at night. And when I take one edible at night, I am able to get into my bed, fall asleep, and sleep all night without having nightmares. And so that for me is just worth it alone. Even on antidepressants, I still have nightmares and like can't sleep ever. And so I love that. That's like the main way that I consume cannabis is just one edible at nighttime. And then sometimes I will smoke a blunt if I'm feeling extra anxious because it literally immediately takes the anxiety away. And I feel like I deserve to live a life where I'm not anxious at every moment. It's greatly improved my quality of life. And I'm 100% proud saying that. And we don't have to worry about going to jail. Well, yeah, because it's it. legal here. You can literally go to any store and just buy it, any dispensary and just grab it. You don't need a card or anything. So, but yeah, I, like I said, that you gotta at some point realize that you, you're living life for yourself. And you got to stop looking out for what this person thinks and that person thinks because we're examples of that. Once we once we were like, listen, this is who we are, what we're doing, what we're going to do, how we're going to live our life. You can either respect it and maybe you don't agree with it, but keep your mouth shut about it and just, you know, <laughs> keep it moving or we, we can we can have problems. And What's that quote? It's like, if you don't like me, that's fine. But watch your mouth. <laughs> who says that? I don't know. Is uh, it Cardi or Nikki? I don't know. I can't remember. I've seen the, the yeah. videos, but TikTok. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm so happy that we were able to record this. I know. Finally, we're on the upswing. We go to LA this week. Yeah, we leave in three days for LA, and we are there for a little weekend. And I'm so excited to tell you guys <laughs> next week what happens. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll be able to not get. Sick I'm not this bringing time. any cash. I'm not paying off anybody. I'm going. I, I will go to jail in California if I need to. I don't want to. But I'm, just I'm dead. But yeah, we're back, and September is going to be a very, very busy month. It was our daughter's ninth birthday. Yeah, birthday B dog. Last week, and then next week, Harlem turns eight. There's so many birthdays, and then three weeks after Harlem's Listen, birthday is my birthday. If if you don't have kids, if you're just starting to have kids, plan that shit out. Don't just don't just go in there raw. Literally, then you starting have- September second, it's horrible. Well, school starts in August. Well, now it starts in July. But anyways. We have September 2nd, Brooklyn, September 16th, Harlem, October 7th, Bethany. Then we have Halloween and then it's the holiday season. And then we have Thanksgiving and then we have Christmas. Like it's literally, we have no money starting in September. Yeah, We're just so, poor. So. so just, you know, plan those kids, space them out. And then we get to Deuce's birthday in April and he's the only freaking birthday for months on either end. And so we can just go all out for him. But uh, like <laughs> I said, we appreciate everyone who checked in, who sent advice. And, and a lot of y'all are not medical experts. But y'all, y'all definitely sent medical advice. <laughs> um, I'm going to be real. Like we didn't, really, we didn't really use it, but we appreciate it. <laughs> for real. Because, you know, without you guys. It was nice to have reading material. <laughs> <laughs> without you guys, there's, we're not here, but we got to be back. All right. We will see you guys next week. Peace.
Thank you for hanging out with us. You can catch a new episode of the Garcia Diaries unfiltered every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss any of the action and don't forget to leave a rating and review. You can follow us on social at the Garcia Diaries, at Sir Garcia Diaries, and our podcast page at the Garcia Diaries pod. Talk to you next week. Peace. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.